0: Make a Ride Podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore Industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have the Combo Guard running the two. Jacob, the White Knight. How you doing today, brother?
1: I'm doing well, brother. You know, it was a great morning. We all got to church this morning, and uh, everyone's healthy. You know, so uh, you know, I can't ask for anything more. Man, God is good.
0: Bless the Lord indeed. Not only Jacob, but we have the wingman running the three. Lt the sage. How you doing today, brother?
2: Yo, what's good, y'all? I'm doing good on this fine Sunday as well. Bless the Lord, all my soul. Yeah. Amen.
0: And all the I forgot the man, the rest. Gosh, forgive and me. All, and all, all that is, is within me. Yes, there it is. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, no Sage. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> this episode, what we're gonna go over is obviously the streams uh, for the week to get you that strong punch that, but actually real quick, cause we are recording while information is coming up. Rudy Gay's ruled out for Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to touch up on screens for week 14 that Jacob puts on, um, new Uh, so check, take a look at that. So make sure you guys join the mailing list. Uh, subscribe definitely helps our, you know, our brand to continue to grow, grow. And at the same time, the YouTube channel that we got going as well, that, uh, LT is putting the hard work on. Phew, Sub-zero that subscribe button, hit the bell, it's dinner time. Comment below, give us a thumbs up. And honestly, we're also gonna go live here on Twitch. Is that right, LT?
2: We are live on multiple platforms. We're live on uh, Twitch, Mixer. Uh, we're also live on Facebook Live as well as YouTube Live right now. So um, if you're in any of those chats and looking at, the, uh, looking at us go through things, uh, drop in questions. We'll take live questions at the end of these live feeds.
0: Yeah, and you guys can even get a little quick glimpse of behind the curtain of how the New Life Fantasy team gets down because uh, we was already uh, have to – we turned the ball over several times, but that's the beautiful thing about it. Uh, At the same time, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to the podcast, Tech Ride Podcast. So with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. I'll pass you the ball, Jacob, if you want to run that offense there.
1: Absolutely, brother. Thank you. Yes. so – Roll the ball up the court. Uh, The first piece of news we have is that Carl Anthony Towns, he finally returned um, on Friday. Uh, He returned to play 28 minutes against the Pacers, and then he actually played on Saturday, too, on back-to-back. So, you know, we know that he was dealing with a knee issue, an illness, and possible drama with the team. But it seems like he wasn't hindered by it since he did play in back-to-back games. So I'm going to pass the rock over to you lt um do you see okay so i actually got a listener question asking like what do i do with cat uh do i trade him as he's played in a few games do i ride it out so what do you think they should do lt
2: Ooh, when it comes to carl anthony towns yep you got you got to you got to write it out with Carl. Um, you got to write it out because no matter where he goes, he's going to he's going to be a producer, right? The the biggest mm-hmm. issue we have or I'll talk for myself, the biggest issue I have with Cat is his loyalty to the game because What happens in these situations where there's trades, maybe he's not happy. A lot of people, some people, that character starts showing, is he going to continue playing? He's going to play through these, you know, these, these rumors, these issues, or is he going to take the easy road out? He's going to lay back, play some Call of Duty, right, Starks, Um, instead (laughs) of of going out (laughs) there. So it's good to see that that. he's committed to that, right? So he wants to tweet about that, but he's not tweeting about, you know, getting back into the lab to help this team win. those are the little things you see as a fantasy owner get worried about that stuff but if he was a top you know first round pick for you um you almost have to stick with those guys no almost no matter what um just because you invested so much into those especially top five uh it's it's a tough thing unless if you can get proper uh proper value back for them um starks Mm -hmm. what that's your guy what do you think man
0: yeah, I think you got to hold on to him. I mean, uh, you can also, you know, pitch the field and see what you can potentially get back in return. Now, in a dynasty format, mm-hmm. you're going to hold him. You're not going to think twice about trading him at all. Because, regardless, if, say, for instance, you're in a built now situation in a dynasty format, I just still think that obviously he's a producer now and for the future and forevermore as a big man. Now, if you're in a redraft and mm-hmm. points league, I think a little bit differently. Um, I'm not going to be aggressive to trade him away. But I would still see what people are going to offer right back in return, because if you're in a situation that you need to make the playoffs, then he might be a consideration where you could trade him to get maybe two chips back uh, on your Mm -hmm. team, depending on how deep your format is, in particular in the redraft for points leagues. Um, But I honestly, you know, this is a tough uh, pill to swallow just because of we we know he's been out, I think, since December 13th or 16th around that range. So it's been over Mm -hmm. past a month. And the thing is, we know that Minnesota is not a team that is on the winning side of things, so we can expect to see tank tops, which would be uh, Minnesota tanking and not thinking about really consider utilizing him in his way. And, I mean, it's just like we kind of talk about. We're kind of questioning his character. We don't want to, but it seems like we're at that point in this career right now. Um, But if he definitely gets moved, that could be a potential value wherever he gets moved. That's if he gets moved. But in a redrive points leagues, I was like, like I said, I would still see what you can get in return, but I'm, I'm I'm actually gonna try to hold him.
1: That's solid. I actually agree with the both of you gentlemen. Unless you can get extreme value, I'm treating him as a top three guy going forward. Um, so moving on, uh, we're gonna talk about Lonzo Ball. He has been, you know, he has been bawling out, you know, like no pun <laughs> intended. He's he just put up <laughs> all right, all right, a little pun intended, but he just put up his third triple-double of the season. He had 18 points, 10 10 rebounds, 11 assists, two steals, one block. Uh the turnovers aren't pretty, but he did play 39 minutes and he had four snipes and over his past nine games, he's been averaging 17 points, 7.3 boards, 9.1 dimes, 1.2 steals, 0.7 blocks and 2.9 trays. I mean, he's been going off and playing heavy minutes. Um, so I, so I'm going to pass the rock to you there, Starks. Um, I remember earlier, and I brought this up a few times, I asked lonzo ball or markel fultz um for me it's like even though fultz is playing great Sans isaac i still think that ball is the better long-term prospect now i know that's debatable that's just me but i'm going to pass it off to you there starks what are your thoughts on ball is it time to sell high or is it time to ride it out in both a dynasty and a redraft format
0: That kind of goes hand in hand. Now, yeah, I remember you asking that question between faults and ball. I would still take ball. Um, Is it like a sell high? Mm -hmm. I mean, just to be honest and and quite frank with you, what's a little bit, because I'm having issues on my side, but I'll just try to go off, uh, you know, uh, memory as well too. Now, what's kind of inflating his value right now is he's played over 42 minutes last week and then the last two weeks, 39 minutes. So some of those stats has accumulated because of those high minutes that he's been playing. Most of his career, it's been... I wouldn't say most of his career, but as far as last year in LA, he was averaging 30 minutes. And I mean, he's averaging 30 minutes this year. His minutes is starting to get on a rise a little bit. We like to see the steal rate uh, last week at 1.7. And the points is, you know, the three point shot is is starting to, you know, go in a little bit for him. We know his field goal percentage is putrid. He's shooting 39 percent this year. And then last uh-huh. year or not last year, but last week shooting 31 percent. But I don't care. You know, which, when you got Lonzo Ball, you know what you're punting. Right. We know the field goal percentage is not the best. Um, but as far as him, I mean, I would try to sell him. And the reason why is because. Listen, he's ranked 135. So, you know, some of those games that he had, you're like, man, he seems like he's been, you know, giving up the top 50, you know, giving uh, top 50 volume return. There's been some inklings and and sometimes some sprinkles here and there, but it hasn't been consistent this year. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the reason why I would also sell highs, I mean, we we know about... um, you know, the expert over there, LT, his his boy, Brandon Ingram, the expert, you know, he's doing so well this season. We know Zion Williamson is coming back as well, too. And honestly, it can help Lonzo Ball's uh, his value because he's not a usage rate player. But I would still sell him. Now, I, I guess it would be like, well, what player could you get back and return? Because we know Ball doesn't he doesn't score. He doesn't need to do that. We know he's more of a person that's going to get you steals and assists and some, you know, guard, out of position, rebound stats from time to time. Uh, but I, I guess I'm kind of back, backpedaling a little bit. I could either sell him, but if I sell him, what would I get back in return? If I have him, I guess my question is, who could you get in return? If you were to potentially sell high I'll see what your thoughts
1: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, man, um, I'm actually going to uh, shift out a uh, a secret scroll here as the sage himself. Um, you got to think, oh, why has Lonzo Ball been doing better? And the reason why Lonzo Ball has been doing better is because teams are actually shifting more of their interest into Brandon Ingram because Brandon Ingram has been doing better. I think that. So Lonzo Ball, as far as a ball handler, he's OK, right? He's pretty good. His stats at the beginning of the year was actually not that great. And one of the main issues I have with Lonzo Ball is his consistency. But we still haven't seen this team at full t- full uh, full power. So it, once Zion comes back, and we're going to be able to see that very soon, Is is Zion and Brandon Ingram going to take enough uh, attention away from Lonzo where he can have more days and nights like he just had? And um, I think the answer is yes. Me personally, I think the answer is yes. So I think you continue to wait and see what he does when he has more of an opportunity. To win the one on ones, they're not going to be able to maybe double or pressure because there's going to be too many weapons with Brandon Ingram and Zion. I can't believe I'm saying that, but with Brandon Ingram and Zion coming around him, um, and um, that's just that's just me personally. So I, I like to see it. I never want you never want to make Lonzo Ball your main point guard in a fantasy team, but. He is a I feel like he's a good support point guard, like a second or third point guard on your team that still produces those point guard stats for you. So um, I like him, Mm -hmm. um, but um, I know he needs to do a lot more to be consistent and to, you know, kind of get that footing as a fantasy, uh, you know, a fantasy contributor. Uh, What do you think, White Knight?
1: Yeah, so what I liked about his game last night, I watched some highlights and almost all of his threes came like off, off of a screen where like he ran to his spot. He was past the ball and he shot the three quick. And, and so I think that gives him hope to have high value, even when Zion comes back because Zion is a great passer himself. So I believe that all, all three of those guys can, uh, Coexist for sure, you know, and if Favor stays healthy, that's that is another guy that, you know, like he can pass uh pass the rock to. So he's 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 not gonna have any shortage of players who can score the rock, which will inevitably bring his assist total up. So um moving on, we're gonna go to Kimball Walker. Uh, he was out he was out last night with or last Saturday with left knee soreness. Um, his MRI did come back clean, but Brad Stevens did say that it may not be a long term issue. That word may really brought up some red flags to me so uh, I'm going to pass the rock to you there, Starks. What do you think about the Kimball Walker situation? Is it time to panic? Is it time to sell him off before they before this gets more serious what do you think
0: well i mean it is a little concerned to hear this you know, report that could be even small or huge i'm not going to try to sell him because some people are going to be at least wise enough gms would think now in a way to not try to gain access to him but in the dynasty format um I, i'm going to hold on to him and even in the redraft honest i'm going to hold on to him you just got to hope for the best in this aspect the player, if he if he does miss some time, you know, one of the players that could, you know, gain some value is I, I like to call him the the, the, the Juana man, Brad Wanamaker. Um, he could be a player off mm-hmm. the bench that can get some time. Uh, obviously, with the rest of the team, Marcus Smart is going to take a massive boost of value. Um, and the starting yeah, yeah. lineup, we can assume that as well. And everybody, as far as, you know, Boston's concerned, will have the rock in their hands. Gordon Hayward, G. Hay going to have a lot of facilitating responsibilities we know tatum is going to do his thing as well too Um, but yeah as far as the concern with uh kimball walker i think you just got to ride it out lt yeah just
2: wanted a quick quick uh quick segue joe appreciate it um for the high what's up man um i think kimball walker is um i think you gotta stick with him in a fantasy perspective he just dropped 40 you know the other night um His his value is pretty much where you expect it to be at this year with with how Boston operates. He's still coming out with these 40 point gems, uh, you know these high point uh, gems every so often. It's a little concerning with the knee, but it's almost at this point of the season. It's almost like the cat situation. They're not in the same tier, but you have to stick with your guys at this point, even if they're having injuries. I think everyone's dealing with injuries right now and you kind of have to stick with him. There's not really, uh, if you, to sell him to another GM, I don't know, unless if you're in one of those leagues that Starks, uh, Starks are in and you can you can sell guys. Um, but y- you know what? Uh, he, he... I felt if, like that was a jab. It, maybe. <laughs> if Kimba, <laughs> if someone <laughs> offers me Kimba, and I look, and I look, and I see that he has knee. He's out with a knee injury. You know, automatically the wheels start turning my head. Like, oh, that's why he's trying to sell him to me, right? So you, <laughs> so if you are worried about him, wait till he gets back. Um, see if he can string some good games together. Then sell him in between. Uh, but right now, right. trying to sell him is going to be super hard because you know he's right in the middle of being out with that knee, that knee issue. So that's what I think.
1: Right on, right on. I agree with you guys definitely. I would, I would actually try to sell him as fast as i can uh if he does come back and play some games and show it's healthy like i said earlier when aaron gordon came back from his achilles injury i would be looking to sell him right now just Mm. because he looks healthy and he's looking good it's just achilles are a ticking time bomb so i would definitely um i would look to sell but perhaps it isn't a huge issue with kimball walker they're just playing it safe just because they do have a high seed in the east you know, so it's definitely a gamble if you hold on to him, but he's definitely at his uh, his value is at his all time low right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for the last bit of news, I wanted uh, I wanted to get you guys' opinion on is Eric Pascal um, or Pascal Animal as uh as curry uh as curry just said um he scored 20 points nine rebounds one assist two steals and two threes uh in 35 minutes that's that's a ton of minutes right there that he got now draymond green was on on the sideline with a finger injury but he seems to be taking a lot of nights off as the warriors look to play for next year really so um I'm going to pass the rock to you there, LT. Do you see Eric Pascal as a 12 team, uh, as a 12 team ad, or do you think it's just, you know, like Draymond green is expected back on Monday. So do you think he's a speculative ad in 12 team leagues or is he more suited for 14 and higher teams?
2: Ooh, I, that's a good question, man. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I would love to mm-hmm. add, add him if Draymond would just, uh, you know, put on the tank top as well, man. I, I, I think that, <laughs> yeah. I think Draymond wants to put on the tank top, but he doesn't, he, you know, he's kind of, people have been giving, uh, throwing some jabs. I don't know if you saw uh, Charles Barkley recently uh, throw Shit. throw a jab yeah. at uh, Draymond. Uh, now that he's, Shit. he said he's averaging a triple one now, instead of triple double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. So yeah. you know, and, you know, Draymond might be uh, motivated to try to prove some of these people wrong. Um, so that might cut into Pascal's playing time if Draymond continues to try to play. But I almost want to preemptively pick him up, just for the almost ultimate idea that Draymond's not going to be playing that much, even if he is out there. So, um, I me personally, I would pick him up because I, I do like his game, um, especially for someone that's going to be on the back of your bench, kind of like a glue guy there. Um, Starks, what do you think?
0: Twelve man team, I'm probably streaming that spot, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you here momentarily. Fourteen man, yeah, you would roster them. The reason why I, I like Eric Pascal, but the reason why I'm kind of streaming that spot in the twelve man is because I mean, look at Golden State. Damian Lee might explode, mm-hmm. right? Then you might have Amari Spelman <laughs> that might explode. Then your your guy, the Pool Shark, Jordan, you know Pool, <laughs> and then even Bowman has came back as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Draymond Green, you gotta you gotta keep dealing with that that musical chair game. I, I don't want nothing to do with that. And that's why I'm probably going to stream that spot. You know, one of those two, I mean, you know, it could be two of those, four to the five of those players could do well, but that's just something that right. is really tough to really, you know, to have that consistency. Right. So, you know, we, we play in leagues for the consistency. Now I love the upside, you know, in there, but it's just like, are they going to really utilize him the way he needs to be now to be fair? I know he's been kind of inkled in with a little bit of injuries here and there, so that makes mm-hmm. sense. Now, I'll say this. If you're in a safe, you know, top spot in a 12-man league, yeah, maybe you, know, you can roster him. Tr- but if you're, follow, you're basically scrambling in the wire, you know, you're streaming that spot to make the playoffs. I'm going to take that as a stream spot in a 12-man league, 14-man. I'm hosting him. Dynasty format, I- I'd love to have him. Uh, and, and real mm-hmm. quick, before I give the ball back, and I think wanted to mm-hmm. mention this, LT man, you might as well. Uh, Jacob had, you know, already said it. He's afraid of... Uh, Aaron Gordon, sell him while you can, and LT. I think you need to sell him to me while you can. So what's up with that, man?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was. I was just about to you knew say that was coming. I knew that was coming. I was just about to say when he, when when White Knight was talking about man, Starks was just trying to buy him from me, man. I wanna, that's that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, maybe if I take White Knight's advice, man. Time time to give give the Achilles over to you, man. Yeah, I'll take it. Hey, I I I, I know you will. Hey, I know you will. <laughs>
1: that's just me man I'm a conservative owner and I like to be as safe as possible but you know like Starks, Starks I like where his mindset is if he can get Aaron Gordon on the low you know like that is a risk that could really help his team so whoa, you know like whoa,
2: each, whoa. on the low it's gonna cost him something, something you know no. it's gonna <laughs> cost him <them> something <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I mean come on saying, man. Guys, I mean I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure if like you guys Starks, know well, I was going to say, if you guys know, I'm just not, I don't even like Aaron Gordon as a fantasy player, but, you know, I think his value is so, you know, pretty much kind of what Jacob was kind of alluded to. It's, it's not the highest at this time. And it seems like it's, he's on that regression right. trip. I mean, I'm just saying I, I'd like to try to see what I can get for him. I mean,
1: you know, LT,
0: I understand you, you want, I understand LT. You want to uh, basically, you know, juice the orange a little bit, see what you can get. It makes sense, but that's why I'm still waiting on, you know, something that you had on uh, on the table for me. But, Jacob I'll pass you right back to the ball there bro I feel
1: like I feel I feel like the mediator in between you two trying to
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's
1: funny love it Um, so that was our last bit of news but I did want to give a shout out um, just because I assume that you guys don't want to talk about this gentleman but Rolls Royce O'Neal, he uh yeah, agreed <laughs> to a four-year extension for thirty-six million dollars. And I will say again, and again, mm. he is one of the most underrated linchpins for your nine weeks <laughs> for his three. Nah, and I love that. Guy. So he is like a glue guy for the end of your bench. No, do glue say no. I'm I'm guy. And I know he's not everyone's cup of tea. He's not flashy, but he is a boring dude who can get the job done. That's all I'm saying. I, I,
2: just to steal the ball real quick, I, okay. I can't. I can't get mad, right? They, 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 they obviously something they see in him. Obviously, got got him an extension mid-season. I, I just, <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine why they would do such a thing, but. You know what? That's okay. He he he's gets he's getting the job done in real life and fantasy. He's I, I just feel like he's like a guy that should be on the Spurs. Just how boring he is, but you know it is what it is. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and stop making fun of him because he he's making the big bucks now. He he he's showing me That's up. True. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and let him drive uh, Royce to five nine driving this Rolls Royce and, <laughs> and let and let it go. That's right. <laughs> right on.
1: Well. Um, that that is the end of the first quarter that's all the news we have for you guys so uh i'm going to pass the rock to lt uh to start the second quarter
2: oh yeah i appreciate that white knight i'm doing a little dribble dribble this is going to be a good question this is going to be we got one guy in the trade at the sage trade uh corner and um white knight it's your guy He's getting a lot of interest. Uh There's not, there's not, uh, there's not any specific teams, but um, you know, reports are coming in that multiple teams have uh, reached out to the Nets concerning your guy Den Whittle. Um, Looks like, Uh um, yeah, looks like he his production. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but his production has tapered off ever since Kyrie Irving has come back into the fold. Um, So, with that being said, people, uh, teams are automatically thinking, hey maybe maybe he's not happy after Kyrie come back he's he who's playing such a huge role we saw what he can do on his own without without you know Kyrie um and we we want that we want that on our squad so um what do you guys think of a potential trade for Whittle? and you think that is I'm sorry Whitty. and do you think that that's gonna be a good thing for his value or you think that the uncertainty with Kyrie and his shoulder or do you think he should it be it'll be his fantasy production will be better if he stays put starts.
0: Well, it would just go by what team that he could potentially go to. Right. Mm -hmm. So if he stays in, you know, the nets, I think there's better days to come. Obviously we Mm kind of assume that a regression hit would be on his way. If Kyrie was healthy, but to be honest with you, how, how safe can we say Kyrie's going to be healthy the rest of the season? That's his point, right? So that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, but I think, you know, he he's, it's, it kind of sucks for him right now. Um, but if he goes to a different team, would his value change? Yeah, absolutely. Right now, it is a concern. A little, well, I wouldn't say it's a concern uh, because he's been more of a six man. But I think if a team takes and grabs him, it's warranted to be more of a solid production from him. I think he's shown enough that he's worthy enough to be on another team and could potentially start. Now, I envision him more of a six-man, but honestly, if you put him in a right situation, he could start too. And if he started, he would get you a nice value and i honestly would like to see him potentially in a different jersey you know because i know let's think of it this way next year you're gonna have KD, Kyrie, supposedly uh the prince of all Saints, although he's been regressing it mm-hmm. i don't know he's been inconsistent and then sure. um jared allen you know so it's just a lot of things to keep in mind you brooklyn would be smart to hold him that's that's my thoughts you know jacob what you yeah. what you think man
1: Yeah, I think you know. um, if I were the Nets, I would hold off until he has a few huge games and then trade him. But um, yeah, I'm conflicted because I agree with Starks in that there are better days ahead. It's just that he needs to get used to playing with Kyrie again. But it's like who can really get used to playing with Kyrie because he just loves to have the ball. Mm -hmm. He's like 100 percent – 100 percent – Usage guy, so it's really tough to find a rhythm when you know when like you have a player like Kyrie on your team. So, yeah, I think I would like to see him in another jersey as well, but he needs to go to somewhat of a wasteland team, as Starks would say, that would give him the ball a lot in order to succeed. So, uh, yeah, uh this is tough, but if he can go to a team like the Knicks or the Hornets or someone who's not really, not really contending, you know, you know, he can show out and ball out. I would love that. It's just if he goes to the Lakers or the, you know, or the Clippers or one of these teams that wants to contend, his value will be exactly how it's been for the past week. So um, it really just depends on which team wants to win. Overall, though, I agree with Starks there. I think he should just stay.
0: And let me just steal the ball real quick. This this has no nothing to do with content, but I don't know why I was thinking about it. Uh, I'm sure you guys see Charles Barkley sp- spew out a lot of crazy stuff out of his mouth when when it comes yeah. to the halftime reports, and it's mm-hmm. it's funny between him and Shaq. Are you familiar when he keeps saying you know James Harden dribble 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 dribble? Yeah, that's yeah. all I see. James Harden dribble dribble. dribble. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you talk about Kyrie and usage, that's all I was thinking. about. Oh, uh, dribble dribble dribble. dribble, dribble, dribble. That's Kyrie. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> That's it, man. LT, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's LT.
2: that's that's all they. Unfortunately, that's all those two do. Uh, they just dribble dribble, 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 and it's the truth. It's it's, it's funny because it's the truth, but like they're 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 making fun of it because it's like like someone stop him, like someone stop them from doing this, please. Like all they're doing is dribbling, and it's like no, it's like weird how they just stop the ball. Like they can't stop the ball. Um, but yeah, that's, it's just that, yeah, they're funny. Cause they're old school. You
1: know, who does that too. <laughs> who? Uh, that? A guy that we all love. Luka Doncic. I mm. mean, like everyone just stands Ooh. around and lets that man do his thing, but you know, he is doing exactly what Kyrie and Harden are doing. Just like dribble, 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 dribble. <laughs> and then <laughs> and, and like a fadeaway shot, you know, like he's great, you know, like we love him and stuff, but he's doing the same thing that those guys are doing, you know, like yeah. I love, I love to watch him play. But, you know, like, he is a part of this ball hog, you know, like, ball hog theme here, for sure. It's
2: it's never a problem while you're winning. It's only a problem when you're losing. So, as long as Luca keeps winning with that style, it won't be a problem. But if, like, Kyrie, like, there's been times where he'll put up, like fifty points and they're losing by then, ten. Yeah. And then he'll dribble dribble, <laughs> dribble, 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 dribble.
1: Dribble 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 dribble. <laughs> but um <laughs> dribble out of the ball.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I would like to see Dinwiddie on the Pistons. Um, I would really like that combination with him uh, drumming. Well, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, see a see Rose. Yeah, see you. Hey, that's fine. Uh, I, I wouldn't – I think I, – I, nah, nah. Rose is actually – he's playing really well, surprisingly yeah, enough. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, hey, I told you. You should have believed me. Um, But anyways <laughs> – <laughs> Anyways, um, I would like to see him on a team that has a, a big man he can play off of, a couple other uh, items. He seems like a starter quality guy and they tried the a little bit of him with Kyrie in the same lineup and just not enough ball to go around. So, um, right. yeah. So, I, I want to see him in a different uni um, and see what he can do on his own. I love to see the, uh, kind of the uh, rise from the ashes stories always, uh, even though Dinwiddie wasn't like in the ashes to begin with, but just for him to come out and not be a six man anymore and be a potential starter would be cool to see another fantasy point guard I can pick up in the later rounds smirk mm-hmm. um other than that um that's all I got for uh for the trade corner
0: cool so uh, just to kind of transition to the third quarter I just want to talk about this trade and then we'll jump into the streams uh that's important for the week the third quarter real quick we have to mention the trade uh that actually happened yesterday oh, you hey, know talked hey. about it <clears throat> The Kings receive Kent Bazemore, Anthony Tolliver, Tolliver and Company, what we like to call them here. Two second-round picks is what <clears> the Kings <throat> receive. Blazers receive the Aristocat, Trevor Ariza, Winyan, Gabriel, and uh, Caleb Swanigan, or Swanigan, or however you want to call his name, hooked yeah. on phonics. LT, the Blazers, they get your boy, the Aristocat. What's your thoughts on this whole trade, man, with the Kings and Blazers?
2: (laughs) It's hilarious because I I saw the updated trade and we got rid of the two guys that every Blazer guy is complaining about. It's hilarious. We have been, everyone's been complaining about Bazemore and Tolliver. yeah, it's just funny that those are the two guys that were part of the trade. Not saying those two guys yeah. were the reason why we were losing, but it, it, it's frustrating to watch two guys while you're losing do almost absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. and, and then uh, during the, it was just funny because uh, you know how Lillard shot, you know, got that shot, sent, um, pretty much sent the Thunder, um, the whole franchise out. Uh, people were memeing uh, Luca. <laughs> 'Cause you know Bazemore was oh. on Luca on that three that yeah. Luca hit. Oh. <laughs> and basically was memeing that saying, see ya Bazemore pretty much sent Bazemore off the team. Yeah. Oh, just, oh man. <laughs> that was a that was a wow, what a shot from Luca. But um I like it. I like it in basketball. I don't know if I like it for uh, fantasy, um, for aristocrat. I don't know. He's gonna start again, right? Uh, you would imagine he starts. Um, so, um, I I I I like it for. De- I'd like it for real. I don't know how he fits. He's almost like a better Aminu, right,
0: Starks? Yeah. Uh, let me steal the ball real quick. I think if he's. Starts, I think he does actually gain value for Portland, but I'll pass you back the team
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm. 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 I'm... I'm conflicted about his fantasy value because I feel like what they're going to ask him to do is be a three and D guy. Can he still do that at a high capacity like he has been able to do the last couple, you know, a couple years in the in the in the past? I don't know. He wasn't doing that for the Kings, so I don't, I, I don't know. And that's probably because it, you know it was a long jam, log jam there in Sacramento. But I, I just I like it. I like it for real life. I just don't know how he pairs with Carmelo. <laughs> I don't know. How that dynamic's going to be, but I am interested to see how it works out because we're still they're still talking about making more moves, so this team could look Mm -hmm. very very different by the uh, trade deadline. White Knight, what do you think, man?
1: Uh, On the surface, I'll be honest with you it it seems like such a like. irrelevant <laughs> trade exactly <you> know? <laughs> like, nothing nothing
0: exactly. yeah it was
1: just I, I was like what why you know like ba- i i don't know if if it was like a salary dump <laughs> like if, it was
2: it was it was we, we 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 with that trade we free we freed up a lot of cap space
1: okay okay so then like you said this is going to set up a bigger trade to get love or, or mm, someone like that yeah that's you what i like just because like, it, it you know, if this was a trade to get more value back, it's like, Ariza, is he that much more better than Bazemore? I think Bazemore's better, even though he hasn't been playing up to the standard that the Blazers want. I don't know uh, about that. But it's just... <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Flanagan, um, <laughs> man, he... I, I remember the days, he was like a great story for Purdue uh, in the NCAA tournament. Um, he got them far, but he hasn't done anything in the NBA. So, he, he, I... I assume he'll go straight to the to
2: the G League. Um he was on but, Portland. We 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 just had him.
1: Oh
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, so they wanted him back
2: they No, there's no there's no way that's the case. <laughs> we didn't I don't think I just think that was part they was like hey, Sacramento was like hey man, uh take this guy back please. <laughs> we don't, we don't <laughs> want him anymore. Oh, <laughs> that's, uh, right. that's hilarious. But yeah, it's pretty much a Trevor Reza for for uh to get those the two guys, yeah, to get Tolliver's contract and Bazemore's contract off our books, it was that's pretty much what that trade was for, and and, and we almost didn't lose anything because reason is pretty much uh, Bazemore with with probably he's probably better at what Bazemore was supposed to do, so I I, I, I like it, but yeah, this is a setup for a bigger trade.
0: Yeah. All right. So, yeah, this is just uh, just trading <laughs> rocks for rocks pretty much hey, what happened there. So, so, <laughs> so, so, we're going to go into the fourth quarter of the streams here uh, that Jacob puts the, the hard work on with the streams, speculative ads, and then gives you that redraft and points league flavor uh, for this, for the week. Uh, Jacob, I do definitely want to ask, who is your uh, top five players that you want to talk about for the streams this week? And if you can elaborate a little bit on them.
1: Absolutely, brother. Yeah, so... Uh, number one on my list is Luke Cornett. Uh, he, so a lot of bulls have been going down lately. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. and Daniel Gafford. So Luke Cornette is currently starting, uh, and over his last three games, uh, he is averaging two, two, three pointers, 1.7 blocks, um, points and low end boards so I think that's extremely valuable um, as Starks would agree with me that you know like big men who can who can shoot threes and blocks that's extremely valuable so definitely go grab him add him and I would keep him until you know either Gafford or Wendell Carter Jr. comes back Uh, and he also plays four games this week where he faces the Bucks, which is which is an okay matchup, but then he faces the Timberwolves, the Kings, and then the Cavaliers. So he should have a great, great uh, week this week. Um, and then next I got Daniel Theus or, or Tyus um, of the Boston Celtics. Okay. Daniel, Daniel Tyus. He also has four games and offers, you know, he has been averaging the last three games, 11.7 boards and two blocks. And he gets to face the Lakers, Grizzlies, magic and Celtics this week. So if you need a big man, you need those big man stats and blocks, you know, consider him this week for sure. Um, and then these next two guys uh, are from the Denver nuggets, Jeremy Grant and Monte Morris. They are about to, or they have already been seeing opportunity uh, with, Millsap out uh, and with Jamal Murray out, you know, it's uh, Jeremy Grant. All he needed was a Paul Millsap injury for him to gain uh, a huge boost in fantasy value. So I would definitely add him as a streamer and an ad because we don't know how long Millsap is going to be out. And with the Nuggets so deep, there's no reason to rush him. And that's the same with Gary Harris. So, uh, and that's the reason why. Uh, going off subject, Michael Porter Jr. has so much value right now is because Gary Harris isn't playing, Jamal Murray isn't playing, Millsap isn't playing. So if you can grab Jeremy Grant, uh, he is a great streamer and add, as well as Monte Morris. Uh, he He is being handed the keys to this very talented Nuggets team. So I would definitely think about streaming him this week and adding him until Jamal Murray comes back. Again, the Nuggets have no rush to bring Murray back. So Morris uh, is going to have great value. Uh, I assume probably low-end point guard stats as he gets used to it for the first game or two. And then as he gets used to it, the groove of playing almost 30 minutes a game. He's going to be very valuable for you. Um, And they also have a very, very friendly schedule this week as they face the Timberwolves, the Rockets, the Pelicans, and the Rockets again. So those should be extremely up-tempo, um, up-tempo games for you. Uh, and then to round out my top five, uh, it's the only one on my top five that only has three games. But I love this guy just because he is a three-point machine who doesn't hurt you in field goal percentage. So that alone should just make him a valuable streamer every week, if not just a permanent ad on your team, really. Um and this week he faces the Kings, Wizards, and Clippers. Uh, so that rounds out my top five there, Starks.
0: Nice. And just like how you mentioned, I'll, I'll highlight one of the players real quick. Mm-hmm. Luke Cornett. Uh, he is mm-hmm. he's one of those guys in the fantasy, man. Like I just always wanted him to get on the court. He's always kind of been married because there's been players ahead of him that's been good in his career, and I get it. Mm-hmm. But this guy, if he gets the – if he gets the you know the time on the court, his per thirty six numbers, he's a solid producer for any team, and I, I I definitely love to see what he's doing here in Chicago. Uh, honestly, you're gonna you're gonna host host him as long as you can until you know Daniel Gaffer comes back. And just like what LT brought up on, he's consistently having block games, right? And he can hit you threes. So just like you were talking about Jacob, so that is the type of player he can do as a big man. That's what you strive to get. Those blocks. Now, there's one guy I definitely want to talk about that I'm gonna juice this orange that I'm sure all of us new live fantasy like to talk about and this Matisse right. Steibel, and is what LT would call him by bully. Now, Matisse Steibel, I'm just gonna keep it like this. I, I've been tweeting it just about almost every other day. I don't care about any stats. The only stats that I care about is the minutes,
1: exactly the steals
0: and blocks. That's all exactly. I care about in in the threes. And he's been averaging a triple one the last four games. Check this out. One three pointer last week. That's what he's averaging. One and a half steals in two point three blocks a game. The last four games, and that is something that we like to juice the orange on because if you're in a nine cat category league, that's a game changer. And then one of the you know three games prior to that, he had four blocks. So it's just like, good lord, this dude is legit of a defensive you know. Mind presence genius, right? I remember before starting this new, you know, podcast, he was one of the guys I was talking about too, you know, along with Kendrick Nunn. I was just like, man, this dude. If he finds some way on the court in Philadelphia, because I know there was a thing of like Zaire Smith. I was like, ah, uh, Zaire Smith is it? But where's Zaire right now, right? I was like, right. Matty Steibel. If he sniffs that court. He's gonna be a defensive juggernaut. Now, he's been starting obviously because of Joel Embiid being out, but hopefully they take more recognition with him and mm-hmm. give him the, the 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 solid role minutes that he rightfully deserves. Now, as a rookie, we get it. He's gonna have some inconsistencies. We understand that. But you're not you're not gonna have him on your team or roster him as a points getter because that's not his MO. Right. You want to roster him on your team for those hustle stats, right? in those steals, those blocks, and he can get you those threes. It's like, it's a different type of Covington type of player, but I just love what he does. And his presence is, is definitely known. Uh, you know, he's got the long wingspan. So I, I definitely love him. And if you can, you know, potentially have him on your team, even in a 12 man league, yeah, I'm going to roster him. Right. But if you're in a, honestly, if you're, in a deep and you know down in the standings, then you're probably going to think a little bit different. It's just going to go by if you need the steals and blocks. But that's one of those categories that we have to take notice of. So I'll pass you the ball there, LT, if there's any players that you see on Jacob's lovely article of the streams here this week
2: yeah do you, yeah um uh, yeah definitely lovely article um by the way I love your call out on thybully Matisse um we love his game here at uh, uh, new life so you know it's amazing to see him uh, getting the time actually getting those high twenty thirty minute games to see what his production could be on a full time basis um it's only for a limited time once it beat comes back but uh, I love it especially in a dynasty format Starks. now I'm in a dynasty league something like uh Matisse Thbel's is such a, a welcoming sight. Um the only player that I am going to talk about is my guy, uh House, uh House Party Jr. Um he's been uh he's been dropped in a lot of leagues. Look at these percentages here, 13%, 8%, 8%, even uh, highest as Yahoo, even tracks is down on him. And that's because he had a nice little lull, he had a nice little uh, time away. He was injured. People dropped him, you know, you got to win, you got to win your weeks, but now He's, his minutes are ramping up. His time is ramping up. Houston is a team in which scores a lot of points on, a, you know, every game and there's always opportunity opportunity for him to produce. Um, and, I like what he does now. He's still he's still coming in a little little slow right now, but he's available on uh, most uh, most leagues, and he's again playing for Houston. He always, as long as he's getting 20 to 25 minutes per game, he has the ability to score and produce for you on the defensive side on uh, nine cat category leagues. So um, that's uh, I like Daniel House. I always have. I will continue to uh, throw him out there on uh, my streamers list. Um, on uh, I'm glad to see him on White Knights uh, number seven here as well so that's all i got
0: jacob is there um, any other guys you want to touch up on your, your list here before we get to the points uh you know players that we could pick up and honestly you know the speculative waiver wire ads
1: absolutely yes yeah. so um actually yeah yeah so i'll go on to the points league streamers now my list here i know that a lot of these players are um uh, are probably owned in your leagues as far as fan tracks goes. But um, these these are widely owned players in Yahoo and ESPN. And number one is Markel Fultz. He has been killing it lately in points yeah. leagues and in nine-cat leagues ever since Isaac went down. Um, man, you see, you see his uh, highlights. He just looks so he just looks so confident. He looks comfortable, which is great to see because he lost all of his confidence, uh, you know, uh, when he was with the Sixers. So it's great to see that, um, this man has been growing. He's been getting, you know, like just, just that confidence. So I would roll with him in a points league. I would actually add him in all, all leagues if he's available. I mean, he's been doing great and he has great opportunity ahead of him. Uh, And then uh, I just have Chris Dunn, Thaddeus Young, Christian Wood. That's a player that I wanted to see your opinion on there, Starks. I know he's your boy. Uh, He did have a dud game, but then before that he was killing it. Uh, What do you say to all those guys who are like, what's his rest of season projection? Like, What do you expect from Wood here?
0: I expect inconsistency. I mean, because honestly, that's what we're seeing. And the reason why I say inconsistency is because the coach with the minutes and honestly, he had a a lingering knee issue. So that's a little bit of a concern. When he gets the time on the court as LT has it, he produces, right? Look Mm -hmm. at that. You know, and when he gets more than 24 minutes, he's going to give you stats. It's just unfortunate that we don't know if he's going to find time on the court. We would expect that he does because of Blake Griffin, because of you know, the rumors were Andre Drummond because of Luke Kennard. And I know Luke Kennard is more of a guard or forward, however you want to slice it. But they need to bring the young talent that deserves to get more time to shine. And Christian Wood is that complimentary player that can do something like that. So the, the rest of the season outlook for him, um, he's honestly, he's he's a huge upside play. Yeah. And hopefully it works out. He's a lottery ticket that. It's, okay, it's one of those lottery tickets you know it'll be worth it mm-hmm. if you know he gets the minutes and that's something that I can't to prescribe to any fantasy GM or owner because I don't know if he's going to get the minutes that he deserves just like you had mentioned Jacob look the last two games he's not getting the minutes he's deserved 16 minutes and then 7 minutes before that and then prior to that it seemed like it's been more consistent but honestly I would do the best I can if you can afford it to stash him away on my team
1: right Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would do the same, Starks. I'm actually looking up right now what his per thirty six numbers would be uh, this season. Per thirty six numbers, he is averaging twenty point four points, eleven point four rebounds, oh point eight steals, two blocks a game. Yep, that's Um, right, Mike. So we here at new life are just hoping and crossing our fingers that they do trade Drummond, that they just start over and that they just start anew, and just give this man as much run as possible as they try to get a high draft pick, you know, like not really caring if they win games. I mean, but if he is unleashed here uh, in the second half, uh, then, you know, like sky's the limit for him for the rest of the season, if he's going to get that usage for sure. Um, so after that, um, after uh, after those guys, I got Troy Brown Jr., Alfred Payton, who Alfred Payton has actually been playing well as of late. So if you need low-end point guard stats who can provide points, rebounds, and assists, I would definitely look his way. Um, and then Rudy Gay, uh, he's been getting some more opportunity. Jordan McCray and Jeremy Grant. And Luke Cornette, who we already talked about, but if he's getting those blocks and those points and opportunity, he should definitely be a solid points league guy for you. And he's available in a lot of leagues for sure.
0: Nice. And then one more thing. I, I'm sorry. You got, you got me passionate on this Christian Wood thing. This is the last thing I want to say on this. <laughs> Why, why is Markeith Morris getting more minutes than him? So we can go on and on and on and <laughs> what Detroit is doing. Markeith Moore was okay back in the day, but hey, for some reason, right. Morris twins, they find ways to get on the court. They mm-hmm. must They must put the fear, uh, uh, they put, they put <laughs> yeah. coaches' fears on on notice for those coaches that get them <laughs> in the game. So good job to that. Uh, report came in that Tyler Hero, he had a knee issue, but it looks like he's playing Sunday, so that's good. Um, mm. And actually on if we could go into, if there's anybody else that you want to talk about on your streams here, uh, Jacob, is there anybody else that you want to touch up on, or you want to go to the top hundred there?
1: There is one player on my waivers that I think needs more attention. Um, okay. And my goodness, uh, if you guys can help me pronounce his name. Uh, Shetty. Zvi-
2: oh, no, you're talking about, uh, oh man, V Zvi- Which, which team? Zvi. Oh, Shvi. Mikaliuk. Mi oh, yeah. Mikaliuk. Okay. Mi, yeah. Mi- Mi Mikaliuk.
1: Yeah. yeah, something like that. I like, like that. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks a lot. Well, Zvi here. What's we'll called Zvi? Zvi the three. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> he, he to gosh. me. Zvi <laughs> the three. Let's just get that going. Uh, oh, man. He uh, me. Okay. All right. All right. Or not? I'm sorry. I tried. No, I was, uh,
0: okay, I, 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 I'll try to give you guys the correct. And I'm, it's going to still be hooked on phonics, but from my understanding, it goes right. by Svi Slami Haluk. That's how it's pronounced. Yeah. See ya.
2: Exactly. Svi the three. Go ahead, White Knight. Let's go. Go ahead,
0: White
1: Knight. Svi the three. To me, I think he is the next Duncan Robinson because his field goal percentage is actually. All right, So anyone who can shoot threes like crazy, like I think he made a career-high five three-pointers last time. He's been making four three three-pointers, four three-pointers. Like he's been killing it lately. And so he – and he's um, – you know, he's definitely giving the – pistons are reason to play him more and more so if you need threes and let's say duncan robinson isn't available or you just want to ride the hot hand because he's been more valuable than duncan robinson um if you want a guy who can shoot those threes and doesn't completely wreck your field goal percentage he's definitely the way to go and he's only owned in six percent of yahoo league so i'll definitely look his way if you are in need of of some threes there
0: oh yeah absolutely and then last thing to touch up on your point too that you know, the, the high octane of threes that he's hitting shooting 44% at the three point line. So go ahead and fire away, keep firing those shots. And there was a report that came out that those that have Perzingas that's been on the back and forth fence. Like, man, when's he coming back? (laughs) looks like he practices today. So maybe that's a brighter light at the end of the tunnel that he should be back here soon. Um, and then Jacob, is there anybody else that you want to speak about, or you want to jump into the top hundred players that you think it's important to speak on?
1: Yeah, I think we can uh we can jump into the top uh, 100 here um and you know we have some uh we have some familiar names and then we have some surprises here at the top you know like so so all these guys I will say were not only top 100 they were top I think Jordan McCrae here was number 63 for the past week so it's like everyone has been top mm-hmm. 60 you know which is insane uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm -hmm. He he, he was 30-something, which is crazy. (laughs) I'm going to let Starks take this one because uh, that's your (laughs) boy.
0: Uh, You know, LT, I I just like Tim Hardaway just as a joke. But, I mean, he's doing well this season. Mm -hmm. And I know – I was wrong on a lot of players this season. Like I said, I will eat my crow. But he was one of the players I was like – Everybody just kind of just gave up on him. I was like, man, he was out pretty much the whole last year, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, in Dallas, I know it's the Lucas show there, but it's like, do we forget secretly the the year before that, he was starting to come into his own. Now, I'm not going to – I'll try not to juice his orange that much because he doesn't give you everything, anything else but points, scoring and three-point shots, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what it is. I will also say that um, Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, like I said before – you take off his mask. Who, who was that guy, LT, that I said that was kind of like him? I can't even remember. The man, player we were talking about I, I don't want. I,
2: I don't even want to remember. <laughs> on, I, don't remember. Know, I don't remember, man. Do you want to remember? <laughs> no, man. I don't. I say you take.
0: Man, there was I, another guy yeah, we were talking like about, you
1: Jordan take... or something. I don't know. Uh, no, I think it was
0: someone else. It was whatever it was. It was, like, it was,
1: off... it was disrespectful. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, it was Norman Powell. I Norman said, Powell, take, yeah. take Norman Powell's exactly. off. You got Tim Hardaway Jr. Right. That's who you uh, get.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, all, all seriously, I mean, all seriousness. I was going to say this. uh I'll, I'll get off the topic on that. But, you know, this is a definitely good list that Jacob uh innovated that I think a lot of people need to take recognition of because. These are the type of players that can give you that strong punch, and you got to ride the wave on certain, you know, a certain amount of players. It's it's gross for me to see Glenn Robinson third on there. It really <laughs> makes me sick, but you got to ride that, right? I mean, if, if it's obviously we don't think all these players up here are sustainable, but some of them could be. Um, yeah. You know, Alfred Payton is a, a very handy assist artist, so you got to take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Jackson Hayes, I'm going to just go ISO real quick on this. I, I'm up. Well, I'm not upset because. is it Derek Favors has been coming back to what we expected him to do but Jackson Hayes man when he gets on the court he's he's doing well too so he needs to be respected and um, I'll pass you the ball LT if there's any guys that you're looking at the top 100 that Jacob put together here brother
2: Oh, man. Uh, you love to see Javel McGee. I have him in a couple of yeah. leagues that I'm looking for. Uh, I have cheap big Bigman in those leagues. I have him in a couple of those. <laughs> and he is. He's giving you that weird, these this weird production um, from mm-hmm. that Dwight Howard. Uh, and Dwight Howard's been playing decent, too, from that uh, timeshare. But uh, he's been putting up decent, uh, you know, in the last... Uh, week 13 he was putting up some good points in production um i wanted to touch up on tim hardaway i don't know which episode it was but i I think i called the fact that because of luca and the space he creates shooters like seth curry and tim hardaway jr are gonna have are gonna have some good production because of Luca yeah. and guess what? It's yeah. happening. Seth That's Curry, correct. not so much. Seth Curry has his nights, but Tim Hardaway mm. has been the biggest, biggest producer out of that. Passing that rock over to Timmy, Timmy getting those easy yeah. shots, he, yeah. and that's what he does he's a three yeah. he's just a three guy right he's just a three and oh guy that three pointers and then he looks for other offense um I don't want to say three and D not yet <laughs> we'll see what uh, happens but yeah so
1: yeah.
2: no not Norman Powell but no <laughs> but uh, uh Kelly Clarkson <laughs> Kelly Clarkson as well is doing great in his new role um kind of six six man role he was doing good uh in his six man role on the Calves. so uh, you love to see Kelly Clarkson doing it up since American Idol making it making it count um, and uh, that's all I got man <laughs> uh,
1: I will say your start Norman Powell is one more a- thing I'll say before I pass <laughs> hey Uh-oh.
0: he is uh, he is I will also say that if you take his mask off it's still Tim Hardaway <laughs> just, but in saying that no. I will I will also say this real quick Jordan McCray, I'm sorry, listen. No, I'm not sorry. I told you, and what I mean by I told you is, you know, everybody wanted Gary Payton, right? I was just like, we like Gary Payton, but we did. There's so much fab going out, like, wild for, you know, Gary Payton. I was just like, man, Jordan McCray, I think we got to look at him a little bit more serious. Uh, You know, he's he's a potential add and maybe potentially more of a pickup versus, you know, Gary Payton, the second. But, you know, this is where we're at. Deep league waivers, I see you had a bonus there. Jacob, did you want to touch up on any of those deep league grabs there at all?
1: Yeah, you know, like, shout out to the listener who, uh, you know, he – uh, he's always asking me questions because he's in an 18-plus, 20-plus team league. And he's, yes. you know, like, he's always showing me his roster, you know, like, who's, like, who's available. And it's a really deep roster plus, you know, it's it's a 20-team league. So there's always players, like, that are, like, oh, man, there's no one available, you know? And so, like, I feel for all of you guys because Starks and I and LT are actually in um, a 20-team league as, you know, as well. So mm-hmm. we are always looking for those bottom barrel players who are you know like either like riding the wave you know like currently and you know like who has a decent schedule coming up who could help you uh and so i list out i have over 20 players right here who i think can help you within the next two weeks or so um so the players range from either like you know five like percent on four percent on one percent on you know like 18 percent on so like Everyone here is owning under 20% of the league. So I would definitely give that list a look just in case you see that player on your uh, on your waiver wire for all of you guys who are in super, super deep leagues. So definitely look at that um, if, uh, if you guys can go on to New Life Fantasy and look at Week 14 streamers. If you guys need help in a super, super deep league, I have a lot of players there for you that – I think that can help you within the next two weeks for sure, uh, and that's based on opportunity and their schedule as well. Um, and then, really quick here, Starks, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to squeeze the orange on Jackson Hayes. I'm, uh, I'm having a good time with these uh, per 36 minutes here. Uh, Jackson Hayes here per 36. Mm-hmm. He's averaging 16 points, nine rebounds, uh, over two blocks. Almost a steal a game with two assists. I mean, he's a player, you know. If he can get those minutes, let him play, let him play please. Just like Christian Wood, free Jackson Hayes, and yeah. Christian Wood, please. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much. You know, I'm I'm with you on that. Jackson Hayes. I think I have him in um, one of our deeper redraft leagues, but it's kind of tough now because Derek favors is starting to come back into himself. So all right, all right. that's kind of what's siphoning his, uh, his opportunity. But I mean, honestly, Pelicans, they, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Just like what LT had mentioned. It's like, they got all these players, but like, it's not showing the wins behind it, but yeah. they're a younger team and we hope things to change. So we're going to kind of, um, get into the clutch shots, uh, LT actually, before we do that, is there anything else that you wanted to say at all before we get to the clutch shots, LT?
2: Yeah, I forgot to mention earlier, too, now that we're back on the Pelicans, Lonzo Ball's been doing a lot of this. Drew Holiday is not playing, by the way, so... Um, Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to let you, the listeners know, Drew Holiday is not playing, so this is an a insight into what a team led by Lonzo Ball know Drew Holiday could look like, mm. and that may be why Lonzo Ball... You know, he's trying to, you know, do this dual thing with Drew, and maybe it's just not working. And then maybe that's why Drew may be, you know, maybe going out on top of the fact that he's looking to win now. So um, just a key, just something to keep your eyes and ears on. I forgot to mention that earlier.
0: Okay, so we're getting closer. I think we're at the sixty-minute mark. Is that right, LT? Yes, Something sir. Like that right now. Yep, yep. Perfect. So we're, we're getting to the clutch shots. Uh, I'm not going to put you guys in the whole commercial, but obviously subscribe to everything that you guys are accustomed to now and take a ride. Podcast. Uh, subscribe to the website, newlifefantasy.com. Make sure you guys subscribe SubZero Sub Zero That Style um, to the YouTube channel. Um, we thank you guys so much. So the clutch shot I will take here. I will just touch up on the, the Madden tournament real quick. <laughs> so for those that don't like to hear about football, because I'm sure we're going to talk about that here, make some predictions as well, too, on these playoffs. But in Madden, we host uh, a new life, and actually just an annual each year that's been going on, I think 10-plus years of Madden, that uh, the championship went down. And it looks like we went to the Estes Invitational there, LT. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I, you know, it... I'll say it like this, the new, newer generation when it comes to Madden, and I, I, it sounds like I'm sounding older, probably because I am older, but I'll say this, people in Madden, when, when when competition gets high, it gets high and it's fun, but sometimes mm-hmm. competition turns into sour grapes, I think what LT used to say back then, uh, we have the, actually the brackets up on New Life Fantasy, that was something interesting, we did something a little bit innovative on the site, And uh, congratulations to Abe. He's actually one of the guys that played fantasy basketball with us originally, LT, you know, back in the day. Mm -hmm. He was really good, too. Um, But as time takes its toll, you know, you got to start making some sacrifices when you become a family man. That's for all of us, right? So we can't do everything like we used to. But I'll say it like this. Uh, The Madden tournament, what I was looking at is the competition. And what I mean by that is, like, you had a lot of people talking crazy, talking wild like they were going to win, right? And then there was like one moment, like they were talking, it was like so much hype. Oh, I'm going to win this match through this like big old message chat. And then it's like when it, when it, all, when it was all said and done, <laughs> when the smoke was cleared, when the mirrors fogged up, I don't know where I'm going, but you guys get up, you understand what I'm saying. When it was all over, when it was all said and done, it's like everybody got quiet and I'm just like... Mm. You guys serious right now? Like you guys are talking all this trash and now you're just going to just be quiet. Like I just, I couldn't take it. I was like, man, you guys just really went, you you went, they sent you home packing without anything in return. Now all of a sudden, you know, you got complaints coming out like, oh, I didn't get to use, or someone's using a playbook, like a created playbook. Like you guys got to make these, uh, these rules established before you play. Like there's no excuses. Take the cell. Be a man and, you know, t- t- tuck your tail between your legs and try next year. Because guess what? You didn't pull it off this year. You kept saying you're going to do it this year. And what happened? You crapped the bed. I'm sorry. You know, if you get a ring, you get a ring. If you haven't touched the ring, then you really shouldn't put yourself on a pedestal because you just haven't won a championship. So that's my thoughts. Uh, good luck, guys. Jacob, I will pass you the ball. You got to clutch up, man.
1: Hey, so um, I think I'll go last with my clutch shot because I feel like LT's clutch shot might have to coincide. Oh, yeah. with the course, so uh, ahead, I'll put that ahead, happen.
2: LT. Yeah, so um, LT, this is me. I have, if you guys want to see something that's uh, actually very funny, look how many points I scored in my first game, and then look how many points <laughs> I scored in my second game. Let's go. Zero points. Zero. Oh, I have. I didn't Drop score one. Egg. I didn't score one Don't touchdown. So no, I didn't score one touchdown this whole tournament. Cause you know why? Because for some odd reason, Madden decided to make running uh, the, the the main gig here in this upcoming Madden. You can throw. I'm not using excuses, but as I was watching the rest of the tournament, I just saw run play after run play after run play. Six to seven. A hey, Turkey lame. had a time. Yeah, man, lame. Turkey had a time where I saw. 6 to 7 single back HB dives. HB dives, HB dives in a <laughs> row and he and he was successful. The guy knew what was happening and one of the funniest things you guys know you guys know Lewis. He 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 comes on here every um he's on here as Ray, I believe. Yeah, Lewis is Ray. Yeah. And he lost his first match against, you know, Christian. I mean, that's okay. But then he was going in, he was winning. But I want to tell you guys how he was winning. OK, he was using the same place, the same place over and over again. This is not I am not I am not overreacting. He was doing toss cracks. He was doing toss cracks and then he was doing jet sweeps. So he would do two jet. He would do two toss cracks in a row. He would then do a jet sweep to the opposite side. And then he would flip the toss crack to the other side on the next play. Guess what? He kept doing it, and he won three games in a row doing – I mean, I'm sorry, two games in a row doing that. He beat TIE Fighter, and he beat Malachi, (laughs) and and, and he actually sent Malachi home. As soon as he lost (laughs) – as soon as Malachi lost to Ray, he started giving people dap. He was dapping people up, and he walked out the door because he got – He 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 was one of the guys talking crazy. Yeah, but it was because of how he lost. He got toss-cracked over and over and over again (laughs) and he couldn't stop it madden what are you doing someone shouldn't be able to do the same run play over and over and over again
0: and the defense not realize what's happening it's so weird but can't you can't you hit the commit button on a run though i mean obviously it's a risk well you you can't do
2: that right you can but commit those are the plays where commit doesn't work because he's, he's tossing oh. it to the outside. So they're all converging to commit and Ray's just going to the outside. Ray uh, Lewis also had the Browns and, and whatchamacallit just kept stiff arming people. Oh, Chubb. Chubb, Dick Chubb, Chubb yeah. he just kept stiff arming. He would just hit X and like auto stiff arm. It was some of the most ridiculous gameplay I have ever seen in a Madden tournament. Uh, I, I wasn't have I, I'm glad I, I knew I wasn't Going to be good Because I didn't Play the game at all But man It was weird to see But yeah That's my clutch shot I'm going to switch it over To uh, Jacob The white knight Here on his
1: Hey man Hey man Thank you That was fun That was a lot of fun You guys Thanks for the <laughs> recap there um, the, uh, the clutch shot That I want to take Is super quick But it's something that, uh, You know Like a little bit A little bit of A change of pace here You know Like something that I learned at church And just something that you know like i urge all of you guys to do you know like it's to you know if you can you know like call your mom call your dad call your brother sister you know like if you are a dad you know just try to try to be more intentional you know like if you love them tell them that you love them and tell them why you love them and tell them why you care about them tell them that they're special you know like tell them that you're there for them you know like it's huge you know like to be intentional with your words you know like you know like all of us you know like we love to hear that from other people so why not do that and bless others with our words because like words words are extremely powerful so you know i just i just urge you guys uh to love on your family and love on your friends today and this week
0: that's amazing man no that's awesome that's that's really solid and at the same time you know they say they say sticks and stones may break my bones or words will never hurt me that's Uh, actually that's not a true statement you know so uh, it's it is important to use uh, some strong words to someone to your loved ones so no that's that's great um with that said you guys thank you for joining us on this podcast Mm -hmm. on a great sunday with the lord's presence and just talk about fantasy and just shoot shoot the breeze on madden in particular we just like to enjoy everything you know i understand this is a fantasy basketball podcast but we talk about a lot of stuff we like we love to share the faith right we got malachi that's working on an article that i actually checked up on um, that's really good and that actually that right about faith that i have i'm actually going to have an article on another faith one here next week and there's going to be a collaboration with a. Uh, uh, a friend that's going to also post a FAPE. So look on that for next week. Uh, but yeah, Mike, going back to him, he's got a fantasy baseball article that is pretty solid content that I'm looking forward to. Uh, should be probably Monday that he's coming out with. Uh, be on the lookout for some more articles from us and uh, some great content. And also, Mike is should be as a guest here soon, sometime this week coming up. Uh, I don't got anything else So I will say At least you guys Can follow me on my Twitter handle It's at Starks underscore Industry You can also find me On Instagram On hero. Give me a follow Ask me any questions And I'll get to you At a prompt time And uh, Jacob Where can I find you At the
1: end? Thank you bro Yeah uh, You can find me On Twitter At Ain't Done yet And done is spelled D-U-N-N-E I would love for you guys To follow me And ask me any questions And you know God bless you guys And thank you so much For listening
2: yeah, you can find me at Sage Network X on uh, Twitter. Uh, the X is silent. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but uh, you can also find me on Instagram at underscore Sage Network underscore. the Sage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, it's a running joke. If someone asked me. Someone asked me like what does the X stand for a dream? And I, I I didn't know how to answer that. Um so I'm gonna just erase it. I haven't done it yet, but I'm, it's probably not gonna be there very shortly. <laughs> so uh but yeah, um I appreciate it if you guys again didn't see any uh this is our first time doing it we're gonna do i'm gonna do a better job of making sure everyone knows we're going live before we go live um so um just if you are uh listening on the podcast if you want to join us live for these if you have any questions um we can answer them even within uh what we're recording or after we recording if you have any questions we'll you know get five 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 to ten minutes back to our community that is what we're here for so uh, god bless and uh, look to see you again soon
0: yeah, last thing I was forgiving you guys I forgot to talk about Dippo's at dynasty I I'll probably talk about him tomorrow um, so with that being said God bless you guys we love you have a good evening morning afternoon take a ride